The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Ah, I got an email from a guy's son caught him doing it. <laughs> My son wandered in on me right in the middle once. Dad, dinner's ready. That was rough. We had a long talk afterwards. Yeah, you did. Oh, you think it's bad thinking of your mom's placastimus? <laughs> think of old man at full staff in the throes of the whole shebang. Think of Torp right now, <laughs> right there. Ah, uh, who? <laughs> Dad? Hey, Jesus, God Almighty! <laughs> oh my God! Sweet Fancy Moses, when did you get in here? About two minutes ago. Oh, you saw the whole damn act. How'd you make it do that at the end? Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to throw up thinking of that. That's I can't, a tough yeah, That's one. worse. Dads can walk in on sons. Sons can't walk in on dads. Oh, God. Anywho. Well, don't have kids. I think that's the answer we all <laughs> lean on right there. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. Uh, just 13 and a half minutes away from getting ready for the heat stroke open. Uh, 98kupd.com, that's where you go for that thing. Uh, and, of course, the entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home tactical black self-defense training. Got a text this morning from uh, Josh that said, uh, almost completely sold out on the self-defense seminar for women on the 29th. Uh, it's getting to be your last chance to sign up. I got a couple people that said that they're uh, – they're getting their kids involved. Some guy who doesn't even live in towns. Like I told my daughter, I bought her that self-defense thing. She's going. That's smart, especially if you've got kids, women, girls, going to school, uh, ASU, U of A, maybe out of state, out of town. You go up to Flag or somewhere. You know, you got to. They're leaving. Uh, give them a little confidence. Put some confidence in their pocket. This uh, women's self-defense seminar is exactly that. Three hours of work, and by the end of it, they'll come out thinking, "Wow, I am capable of so much more." Than I gave myself credit for. And you might have given yourself a lot of credit. And you're going to still walk out of there saying, wow, I can do so much. Uh, defending yourself is uh, it's kind of a mind game more than it is anything physical. You just have to know what you're up to, what you're up against, and how to hold yourself. Most of the time you won't have to defend yourself if you're not acting like a victim to begin with. So uh, they teach you all that right away at the women's self-defense thing. And it is just about out. So if you're a lady and you're thinking about it, you got a job where you're real estate agents. I always think of lady real estate agents. My God, you should you should have all of this in your pocket and more uh, if you're doing that kind of stuff. Showing people houses and things like that. You don't know who you're dealing with. Uh, so many jobs out there. And just generally, just walking around in everyday life. They'll teach you how to be a stronger, better lady. Strong woman. Now, that's easy stuff, and it's uh, going quick. So check it out at reactdefense.com. 
and uh, get involved in that and many of the other seminars they've got going. It's open to the public. You don't have to be a member, so you can do this one. Even if you're a lady on your own, thinking about maybe signing up, you don't even have to worry about that. Just go do the seminar. I guarantee when you're done, you'll be like, I need this in my life all the time. You can do it. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of tactical black self-defense training. Brady, entertain me. Cameron Diaz was in a podcast from 2020 that's making the rounds now because she was talking about a story that when she went to Paris to pursue her modeling career. She had coke in her ass. Almost. I know. She uh, basically uh, took a suitcase. It was in her ass. I'm not buying that. Well. That's just her. uh, For her, apparently, you know, it was before the TSA or anything, but she said the so-called suitcase that had uh, stuff in it. She didn't claim it once she made it over to Morocco. It was catharsis or cathartic for her to go on a podcast and say, I, I muled drugs once. She got it off her chest. It wasn't in a suitcase. Out of her ass. It was in her ass. And it was hers, by the way, also. She wasn't a Moroccan drug runner through the, the you know, Ford modeling agency. The business types. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. Maybe they put stuff in there and she knew it, but she didn't not know. Nobody's that unaware. Well, maybe Brittany Griner is. <laughs> Nobody's using her as a model, so I don't buy it. Another Twitter, Twitter story that you'll like. Idiots on Twitter are saying Anne Frank had white privilege. I saw this. Yeah. This is crazy. Because Jews had light skin, so it was easier for them to hide than it is for people of color. So much Even easier she, for she her. Spent, that, yeah. The Nazis weren't after, you know, because... Uh, hiding from Nazis Nazi before Nazis. dying in yeah. a concentration camp at the age of 15. Yeah. Ask Anne if she'd have rather been uh, Puerto Rican or Jewish in that time where she lived. And then tell me where her privilege She'd have been speaking Spanish right (laughs) away. (laughs) Look, if I could have brown-faced my way out of that, I'd have done it. Her white privilege uh, didn't help her at all. Teach me how to merengue. I'm in. (laughs) I can't believe we're in a day and age where somebody even brings that up and thinks, this is something people need to hear. I think there's part of me that thinks that's why they're doing it. It's all clicks. I don't think they're throwing it out there because they know it'll Mm -hmm. cause controversy. Uh, I don't. I I used to think that. I don't think that anymore. I know. I go back and forth. I think now that uh, people are that. It doesn't surprise me, put it that way, if someone's doing that. Because look how easy it would be to. But people are that encouraged to race bait. Just like flat earthers. Yeah, but flat earthers isn't harmful to anyone. Uh, race no. baiting is, and and I think it's that easy to race bait right now to say, okay, I'll just say that I hate white people. You can't defend that. You can't fight back. And so they attack, you know, some sacred cows like Anne Frank and say, well, she's white. You know, if it was anybody else, it would have been actually worse because it's, it's you can't prove it. Maybe it would have been. Maybe a, a black Jew, maybe Sammy Davis Jr. in that attic would have been a nightmare. Would oh, have been, well, you know, that's they'd have what one person a lot said. Harder. They're like, they wouldn't be able to find him. It would have taken a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, it would have been in there Dark forever. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. Unless he just couldn't stop talking or tap dancing, which would have been stupid in the attic. Could have I don't think gotten another year out of the way. Look, I, it's easy to say because you can't quantify it with any proof. So you can say, well, her whiteness kept her alive even longer. They didn't look that hard for her. I'm like, they were looking for a lot of Jews. I, didn't, I don't think there was a whole lot of Sammy Davis stuff going on back then. It's a stupid thing, but it is today's world to obliterate any story and say race, gay, gender, and immediately make the person listening the bigot for disagreeing. Nobody knows how to disagree anymore. But I was reading this, and one of the comments, uh, this guy I think he was a Hispanic guy. Basically said uh, she w- she wouldn't want to trade places with me in America. 
Like, uh, the f- she wouldn't. And that's, that's just ignorant, but people are being trained to be ignorant based on their own race. And again, the leading cause of racism is race. Stop glomming on to yours. It's not that great. Neither's mine. Nobody's got a good race. They're all full of buttholes. Thor, Love and Thunder. Had a good box office weekend, $143 million, but it uh, fans think it's too goofy. Yeah. And I would agree. You didn't like it. I saw it. I heard. It was like a sitcom at one time. Yeah. It's, it's too much humor. Yeah. That um, really wasn't the lines delivered and it was not weren't funny. funny. Yeah. Did you like it? The Thor movie? Uh, yeah, everybody feels that way. I think it's uh it's basically the first time the uh, Marvel Universe fans are being shown the finger. We don't really have to try that hard for you. We'll blow some things up. And the first time they actually kind of fought back and went, yeah, you do a little bit more than this. What's interesting is it really leaves DC wide open now, especially with the success of The Batman, you know, for them to kind of like take over. Take the uh, series. But The Batman is all all they've got. That's all they've got. Yeah. That's all they've got. Until Black Adam comes out. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, that one looks kind of stupid. (laughs) I saw the new Elvis movie. Yeah, over the my. You saw Elvis? I saw the real Elvis. No, that movie is uh, as a man who uh, dabbles with impressions a little. Uh, I watched this thing, and I as hack an impression as Elvis is, and as easy as it's become to do. And there's a billion impersonators. I don't think I've ever seen a single impression of any human being better than what that kid does in that movie. He becomes Elvis Presley in a creepy, possessed kind of way. I told Larry. I told you. I was like I. I've never seen an impression better. And it's after seeing a billion Elvises that this guy just, it, it, he embodies it. It's perfect. It's flat perfect. Oh, we got to go, huh? Yep. I just looked at that. Time! just came in. It's I, not your typical. Hi, Richard. Huh? <laughs> it's not your typical, like, hunk hunk burning Oh, no. He doesn't do any of the clutch or uh, the crutches or the, you know, the cliches. He just is Elvis. His little finger gesture, like little subtle stuff. You're like, this is weird. Is it yeah. better than the Freddie Mercury movie? Time! Oh, everything's better than that. Okay. Of garbage. That was horrible. That was basically Dewey Cox with Queen in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was terrible. Music's great, but outside of that, ugh. Uh, that's it. We're done. Uh, in six minutes, you can get yourself all signed up for the Heat Stroke Open. Larry McFeely's going to help you with all that right information here. coming up in just seconds. My alarm's going off. Uh, I just love being here so much. I want to keep going, but we're not going to. We're done. You guys have yourselves a grand Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow. All heat stroked up, ready to go. It's 98 KUPD. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.